0: This is TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers. I'm Dr. Gina Rhodes. Let's get started. This week on TTELT, we're talking with Armin Casabane, who was an English Language Fellow in Mauritius, and he's been doing a lot of great things. He um, has started a podcast. He is doing a lot with um, webinars and MOOCs and doing a great job with a group of teachers in the Philippines um, with their MOOC camps and doing fabulous um, webinars uh, with lots of groups of teachers around the world. And uh, we're excited that he's with us today. This week on TTLT, Armin is going to be talking to us about his tech tips, athletes. Hi Armin, welcome to TTLT.
1: Thank you so much, and I'm happy to be here with you.
0: All right. Hey, Armin, can you begin by telling us a little bit about yourself?
1: Sure. I'm a 33-year-old English teacher, but I've also done some work with social work in the past, and uh, I've been an English language fellow in Mauritius for about a year and a half, and I've taught... English in Brazil with Fulbright and then a similar exchange program I've done in Martinique. And I've worked in the New York City schools for about five and a half years. And right now I'm teaching American history and English in Greenwich High School for ESL students.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. And and so how long have you been at Greenwich?
1: Oh, at this school, I've been here two months.
0: Okay. So it's a new thing for you. That's awesome. Okay. Exactly. All right. And so, and you've been using Padlets with them, right?
1: I've been using Padlet a bit with my students uh-huh. in Greenwich, but I've also been doing a lot of online usage of Padlet for my trainings that I do with teachers and also students in different countries.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> It sounds like you've been doing a lot of things with it. Well, so how do, how do you use Padlets with your students?
1: As you can see, there's a bunch of different pictures and each of these are my Padlets. And there's That's a lot, a lot of there's a lot. I mean, there's easily 50 here. And I guess we'll just start in the beginning. Um, I had my fellowship end and I decided to start doing online activities as a teacher. And one of the first ones that I did, as you can see three months ago, was I began to look for activities related to social and emotional learning that I could use with other teachers and with other students. Because I, I find if something is well structured, it can apply to any age and it can be you know a flexible idea. So my first flexible idea was a letter to my younger self and I had a group of teachers, um, predominantly in the Philippines, as well as in other countries, write to themselves, like, what advice would you give to your younger self in Padlet? It's going to pop up here, but that was part of um, a series. I think we did about 11 uh, Facebook lives uh, on this different social emotional learning topics. And I started to use Padlet as a place for basically brainstorming. And you can see here The other teachers ran with the idea and used it with their classes. Um, And you can see it's filled with people writing and uh, sharing about themselves. So I started to realize that it's like a powerful tool for sharing that could be social and academic uh, simultaneously.
0: That's awesome.
1: Well, we were part of this initiative um, through the grapevine of teachers that I'm connected with. Uh, Mm -hmm. to translate a poem by a South African poet. Oh,
0: that looks
1: awesome. Yeah, there was about 10 of us translating it. So then after we did the translation, uh, this part never really fruitioned 100%, but it was the beginning of it, is how do you uh, make a teaching activity out of something that you've done? Mm -hmm. So I, I said, well, Padlet is amazing for that. So I started helping different teachers to create Padlet's, for their classes. Uh, More or less, that's what I did for a couple of teachers in that initiative.
0: That's amazing.
1: I've used it for podcasting a lot Mm -hmm. um, when I've given trainings because I haven't explained it to the listeners yet, but I like to explain Padlet as as a whiteboard, but a digital whiteboard. And on it, you can put anything that you want, a video, a picture, a resource, an audio, a screen sharing, Uh, And you can organize your resources in different ways based on how you want to present it. So some presentations can be um, very, I would say, in columns. So it's very clear. This is this column. This is about that. This is that column. It's about that. And other presentations can take a format of more of a grid. So I'm also using it to organize my classes. So this is chapter one, section one. Chapter two, section two. So that's more of like a you just post and it goes in order. So it's not in columns. And then when you click on one, it takes you to uh, all of my students' presentations. Oh, wow. On um, what they've learned about the early American migrations and nomads uh, who came to the States and or to, to, you know, this region, Western hemisphere. And then I'm gonna do the same thing for the next chapter and the next chapter. And I think teaching, at least for me, uh, Jenna involves a lot of routines. And I think it's also like life. You know, If you're in life and you're in flow, you're organized and you are using routines in a very intentional way. And I know that when I do intentional routines in my own life, my life flows. <laughs> And when I do intentional routines in my classes, the class flows. And if it's kind of just do how you feel, it doesn't really flow properly. Okay. It's, you know, there, you need spontaneity with structure. So more or less, Palette has given me a lot of structure, but also spontaneity. I, I could keep going. I mean, I have a lot. Like don't <laughs> you
0: For teachers who have never used a Padlet before, how do you get started?
1: Beautiful. So the first step that you do is you go to Google and you just search Padlet. Okay. And then once you have it, it says here, Padlet, you are beautiful. You need to log in. A Padlet allows you four sites. They're basically building websites for you on the spot. Um, So you would sign up. You would choose the free option and on your dashboard, you can make a Padlet, which means mm-hmm. create your own and you can organize your padlet into folders, which I've done here. You can join someone else's Padlet, which means you'd click here and you put their link. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't know anyone, uh, you would click gallery and gallery will give you many uh, samples of people in the Padlet community. It's not only about teaching, it's just about creating your own website basically. Uh, but it's a site that is very interactive. <laughs> so that's more or less what I would advise people to start off. And then I would also say, go to Google and search for, you know, sample Padlets, because after you find someone's Padlet who you really like, and I like this site here, because it has 76 samples. You say you really want to do something on a certain topic and you see one that you really like, such as mm, a class homepage. Oh, I love this one because I'm teaching history too. So I would open it up. Mm, and it's not allowing me right now, but I would open it and then I could remake it. Then you can remake other people's ideas and put your, see what you're saying right there. You can put your flow onto how you want to redo what they're doing. So it's a way of sharing with a community of people. And um, yeah, then after you put content on it, students can interact with each other.
0: I love that there are already, um, that you can, you can borrow from other teachers. I love when you can not, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can build on something that somebody else has done, borrow their idea and make it work for your class.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can see here, this person in a class feedback one, you just class, click remake. When I was telling this to Glenn, she said, well, you have to give them credit because, you know, uh, it's not your ideas, it's someone else's and I agree.
0: Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh,
1: so I created a class on Facebook, first step, mm-hmm. closed group. This is where I post videos of the class and pictures. Second step was we chose a topic. So the topic I said, well, I mean, they gave me a book here to use a curriculum and I probably should start doing it. Uh, but I also feel driven by my creativity. <laughs> so when I get creative, uh, there's a lot more back and forth and that pushes me to produce more for the teachers or the, the students. So the basic approach that I used was I would teach first students the general uses of phrasal verbs with one verb such as go and then after i did that they would write in their notebook right on paper examples of how they would use the phrasal verb go or take and then i would give them feedback on the paper or directly inside of this padlet and what happens in padlet when you have teachers log, or students log in, see how she logged in, I can see her name, then she can start writing her, her work. And then as she's writing it, because I am, you could say the master of this Padlet, because I'm the I, or administrator, I can go into it and give her edits and give her feedback and say, no, this is how you write it. And this is all happening live. And the reason I'm doing this is half of the people are at home, <laughs> and half of them are with me in the building where I'm That's teaching. quite a challenge. It is, but I'm starting to hit the flow with it because I'm already doing that with my high school students and it is really hard, but I mean, I've been doing it for two months now and I think it's a new skill set that I have now, but it is hard, don't get me wrong. So after they write it, I would give them feedback, um, writing it or fixing it or telling them they need to fit change, and then they would create videos. So that's more or less what they do every week in my adult ed class. And I just love it because I feel electrified. I was gonna try to play one for you. But you know, when you feel you kind know, of electrified by what you do, you do more.
0: Hi, I'm Kay from Japan. And today um, I will show you to use Lang and Go in different ways. I used to run away from my homework until recently, I learned too many problems recently. We across to-
1: so that's a, the, the little vibe of the flow of writing, practice, speaking. That's practice.
0: awesome. I love it. How can you tell teachers to help them start Padlet more smoothly than, than you did?
1: Let me think. Well, the first thing is, don't be afraid to borrow other people's ideas. I think for me, uh, my creativity is mine, right? No one can take that from me. But sometimes we're not as inspired or excited to teach. uh, And that's okay. And I think that's where we have to reach out to people. And if we don't know anyone using Padlet, we have, you know, Mr. Google or Miss Google or, you know, whatever gender you want to put to it. (laughs) And there's so much in there. But I think what's hard is that when you're looking for something and you can't find what you're looking for, you have to create it. And that's where it doesn't matter whose ideas you may be borrowing or your own. If you're not uh, being creative, it's very hard for learning to happen authentically. So like you could take any textbook and throw it in front of someone, but you know, the art of teaching involves uh, and I was reading about it, that you know every student has a specific need. So I think for me, the number one need is being inspired. So if I'm inspired and excited, I'm more likely to uh, instill that inside of my students. So if someone is really worried or I can't do this, because you know for a couple of months I was showing teachers how to use different technology, technology tools for teaching, but I wasn't actually in the classroom. And you you can't teach something unless you're actually thrown in the fire of it, if that makes sense. So I was doing my thing and explaining things that were helpful, but it's not the same. You know what I mean, Jenna? There's yeah, a do. lot of people who not talk. in
0: it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of people who talk about things, but I think the number one thing is seeing constantly what does and doesn't work and um, being okay with changing. If you're you know, looking for one way of doing something, then you're going to be really frustrated. <laughs> so that's my number one suggestion. And when you find something that works, you got to do it. But uh, I guess you got, I mean, that's some of the teachers I'm working with. He's saying I'm doing the same thing over and over until they get it.
0: <laughs> that's very which is okay.
1: Boring. But it's, it's, it could be boring. So it's like, you need variation with regularity. I don't know if that makes sense, but.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So if they're not, if it's something they need to learn and they, then you need to keep um, teaching that, keep teaching that thing. That's what you're trying to say. Something they need to know and they don't get it, then you have to think of how to keep teaching it to them in a variety of ways so that they until something clicks.
1: Yeah. And if things aren't clicking, I think that's our job as teachers to look at ourselves and not be angry at yourself, but to say, okay, well, I'm not seeing this, or I haven't developed this in myself. And um, you know, the kids are going to be kids, adults, learners will be adult learners, teachers will be teachers. But the only thing we can really manage is ourselves. So that's the that's the point. So, in one sentence, explore what you're passionate about. And if it's something is isn't working, be willing to, you know, press the reverse in whatever you're driving.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, is there anything else that you want to tell us about Padlet? I think you've told, I think you've answered most of my questions, but if there's anything else you want to add, go for it.
1: I will just look. I think that there's a lot of new ideas that I just came up with recently. And one could be you can easily make a quiz out of a Padlet. Oh, great. So um, you press start, Padlet, next, and you come to the bottom, require approval. So upon doing that, that means everyone's post will not be visible to anyone else. And you can do it as an assessment tool um, at the end of a lesson and no one would see anyone else's answers. So it's a quiz. And then you can also give grades Right, I'm going to start at one to five. You're going to get five points or something, or I just straight grade it out of 100. So you can use this for quizzes. Uh, so it's not only collaborative, but it could also be individual. Uh, so that's what I was going to share. I just discovered, I, I thought of that idea two days ago when I was presenting on it. So I'm constantly creating new ideas with this as I go.
0: So, that's yeah. a, so all you have to do is click require approval and then anything they post, no one, no one else can see.
1: Except for you.
0: That's awesome. I love that. And so click- they can like upload a video response or any writing, anything, and then you're the only one who sees it. That's fabulous. And I think that's, and so and so you can put your Google form in the Padlet as well, the link to the Google form.
1: Anything you want to put on the internet, you can put here.
0: That's fabulous.
1: Anything that you want, you put into it. And um, what I find challenging is organizing it in a way so people can follow your train of thought. So the best way is columns. Yeah. You can make first column, second, third um, for organizing people. But if you're just using it for people interacting, the best way is a, an option called grid. So... There's a lot of options for how you can organize the visual aspect of it. This garden clothes, I don't need this. Yeah. And of other ideas, online exchanges, um, where I had, done something with was resilient teaching for, no, resilient women. I mean, to have a lot of these, but one was about how women are resilient. And then the students that I was working with were from Gujarat, India, and they had to interview a woman in their, in their community. And then after they interviewed them, They um, created like flip books and then little presentations on it. Um, Yeah. And there were women from Uzbekistan, Brazil, India, and the Philippines, all young girls. I mean, I I was basically doing fellow or specialist things just on my own because I didn't have that kind of a position, but I said, you know, I'm more than capable of doing a lot and that's what I'm going to do. And I I didn't mention it, but pilot. You can press plus, and then I can press the three little magical dots and I can upload an image or a link, search for images for myself, take a video, voice record, screen record, draw something, out a place, or link it to my own Padlet. So you can just basically put anything you want on these and they're amazing. So that's That's it. amazing. I think, that's, I think that's enough.
0: <laughs> I love it. Okay. And so... And then, of course, when you do the workshop, you go into a lot of those things in more detail, right?
1: We'll make things very step-by-step, step, and I won't do as many topics. I'll just do one, but let people see all the options. And the options are better on a computer than on a phone, so I'll just say that much.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. I, I, When you do things on the laptop version, you see a lot more. So what projects are you working on right now, Armin? Armin?
1: I'm kind of into a lot of things I can't (laughs) say this much like so I was taking I was creating songs and for teaching English and American Sign Language with my own melodies and that was just amazing and then I slowed down when I started doing too many online workshops but I I still love that Uh, I was also taking books and putting them to rap music and uh, I started a YouTube channel on that
0: i kind of slow down and... channel wait hold on you have a youtube channel where you wrap books
1: yeah it, it was actually in a book i actually was published don't know if you heard of corvin
0: mm-hmm.
1: Corwin they published p- part of my work in this book distance learning playbook and i'm going to present in a conference in early november for um teachers in egypt and all over the world like connected with them
0: mm-hmm. so i'm pretty
1: excited this is like the little moments but yeah that's gonna happen in November.
0: That's amazing. So let me get this right. In this um, thing, you read some, you read uh, a book, and you and you rap about it. Tell, it's explain, explain this to me. Okay. Uh,
1: not bad. I have 134 subscribers. I guess because they put me in this book, and I haven't really touched it as you can see for two months, which is really not good because I've just been working a lot. But I have a lot of creativity in me, so I would. Oh, I love this book, Good Night Moon. There's, there's also, so anyway, I would wrap these books to music and um, maybe it can give you a little flavor. It was lovely. I loved it. This is definitely one of my top favorite books. My mom read Good this Night to me Moon. as a kid. My mom would read it to me, most nights. would say in Armenian, I wanted to read it to you. Is there something that you had read to you when you were young?
0: So, start with if reflection. Not,
1: here's a nice reflection moment. questions in the beginning. In the great green room, there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of. So, I just go into it and I just sing it and rap it and I have music going good, and good, I just bliss good, out. Good, good night, moon. Does that hit good this? night, cow, jumping over the moon. Good, 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 good night, moon. Good night, light, and the red balloon. Good night, bears. Good night, all of these chairs. Yeah, it's fun. I loved it.
0: That is awesome. I absolutely love it, Armin.
1: <laughs> I want to keep doing
0: it. This is so cool. Okay, so uh, where can teachers find you?
1: I think that... Uh, Armin Mauritius on Facebook, uh, as well as on Instagram, and on Anchor because I also have a podcast of about 95. <laughs> I'm like you; I'm really hardcore when I do something, but then I may not. Anyway, I have like about 95 interviews uh, with teachers around the world. Wow. Uh, not all of them are without teachers. Some of them are more monologue reflections, but I'm. I think those are the main places. Yeah.
0: Okay. And so we're going to put all of the links in the notes for all of your all the places that people can find you so that they if they have any questions or comments, or they want to learn more from you, they can go to all of those places. Okay. And, um, and also, you said you're going to do a workshop with us where for TTLT, you're going to do a workshop on padlets on December fifth, right? I can't wait. I think it's going to be amazing. So again, this workshop is going to be December 5th at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for you, which is 2 p.m. GMT or UTC, if you want to call it UTC, GMT. But um, so it's going to be 2 p.m. UTC or GMT and 10 a.m. for you, which I think is going to be a great time on a Saturday for many people.
1: Let's do it.
0: I'm really excited about all the things that you shared today. This is going to be amazing and very excited about the workshop that you're going to do on December 5th. That's going to be fabulous. And um, yeah, thank you so much for taking time to meet with us with, uh, here on TTLT. And um, I hope you have a great day.
1: Thank you. It's time to relax. And I can't wait, Jenna, and uh, have an amazing day. Everyone is listening.
0: Okay. Thanks. Bye Armin. Okay, so let's talk about the top teaching tips that we had um, from Armin on making padlets. I think the first thing we need to remember always is that we need to, to find that pink cross. And when you're using the app, I say the pink cross, you can see in my picture here that you with the pink cross, it says make a padlet. But when you use the app on your phone, it's just a cross, so it, it's not really... To me, it wasn't really clear how to start making a Padlet. But always, if you're going to start from scratch, you want to start there with make a, a pa, make a Padlet or with that pink cross on the home page, and make sure you're on the home page. These are things that I've learned. I'm new to Padlets myself. Yeah. And as um, Armin taught us, we can go to gallery and see what other people have made. So there's lots of different Padlets in the gallery where we can get a lot of great ideas. And also, if you Google Padlet, you can get some fabulous ideas, as he was talking about, you can see what other people are doing who are teaching similar classes to yours. He he showed us where there was a teacher who was also teaching American history, and she looked to see what he looked to see what that teacher was doing with American history. All right, and the cool thing that I learned is that you could use Padlet for quizzes. You could have students upload things that only you can see. So if you click require approval then they won't be able to share with their classmates so you can use padlets to share information with with your classmates or with other people or you can um, click require approval and then they can't share um, with others and it's only for you so you can have students upload their answers to a quiz you could have them upload a presentation or a a short video answer to a question so these are some things you could do if you wanted to use it for quizzes and for grades and he even talked to us how you can grade and give points um how many stars you want to give each answer or you can put a grade in for the for what you have them do in the padlet lots of great ideas isn't armin very creative and awesome i think so and we're gonna learn more about Padlets. From Armin. He's going to give us a workshop on December 5th at 2 p.m. GMT or UTC, UTC, GMT, same, same, yeah, which is 10 a.m. for him, 10 a.m. Eastern Daylight Savings Time. And he's really excited to teach you all about making Padlets. So he's going to walk us through some of these things and show us some of the creative things that he's he's been able to do with Padlets. And so you're going to learn a lot more about how to use a Padlet on December 5th at 2 p.m. GMT. We hope that you'll join us all right and don't forget that nicole is going to do a workshop on pronunciation tips for us on november 20th at 11 p.m gmt which is 4 p.m for her in daylight savings time i mean in pacific daylight savings time and also we have another workshop in december we have on december 4th at 11 p.m gmt we have beth's workshop on student engagement tips so we have so many workshops coming up And of course, do not forget to um, listen to the interviews that I did with Inspiring Educators, with Bryant and Inspiring Educators, and with Armin. He interviewed me for his episode 13 um, on his English Language Fellow podcast. So please go there and listen to my episode, but also listen to all of his other episodes. He has interviewed over 90 other teachers and fellows around the world so it's really an interesting podcast so I recommend that you listen to both of them there's also a lot of great inspiring educators on Brian's podcast hence the name yeah. and if you'd like to be a part of TTLT and share a tip with us or a journal article or blog that you've written or that another one that you really like that you want us to read and discuss, or if you want to recommend someone for us to interview. And even if you just have questions, co- comments, suggestions, anything, please join us at TTELT. Go to our website, TTELT.org. And go. also, you can email me directly at TTELTinfo at gmail.com. Or you can go to our podcast and YouTube channel. Please don't forget to subscribe and join our Facebook group called TTELT. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at TTELT1 and Instagram T.TELT. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.